There's a time and a place to be coy, but sometimes you just gotta let your freak flag fly. I'm Nika, a pansexual black creative who's passionately curious. And this, this is the Kinky Quirky Podcast, a show that explores, embraces, and destigmatizes identity, culture, sexuality, and, well, quirks. <laughs> I'm no expert at adulting. But I want this to be a space for us to learn, laugh, and grow together. So let's get started. Hey, it's Nika, and this week is going to be a quickie episode. I had originally planned to have some interviews, but unfortunately, you know, it's COVID, things happen. So hopefully the next couple of weeks will be interview episodes and eventually a part two to the heavy petting furry episode that I know y'all love so much. <laughs> but for now, you just got me. This week, I really wanted to dive further into something that has been on my spirit. And that is introversion. Um, funny enough, you might think as somebody who talks into a microphone every once in a while and, you know, just calls herself the, uh, siren of the sound waves, that I am an extrovert. But you'd be wrong, because I'm super introverted, or at least I'm a recovering introvert. For as long as I can imagine, and I don't know if this is only child syndrome at work, but for as long as I can imagine, I have been wallflower. I have been the best supporting actress. I have been happy to kind of stay in the shadows and play my role and help people shine whether that is in friendships, if that is in my relationships, if that is in my work life. Um, I was like super excited about getting into events and doing all the behind the scenes stuff and getting into HR and doing all the behind the scenes stuff to make other people shine. And I think, you know, there is something to be said about that. I think it's powerful to be able to use who you are to amplify the light of others. It's great and I'm not down talking that in any way, shape or form. However, sometimes you stay in the shadows so long that you forget how to how to shine in the light, how to embrace it. You almost get scared of it because you're able to be safe in the shadows. Nobody's judging you in the shadows, at least not as harshly. But when you step into the light and all your imperfections and all your quirks are on display, it's harder to shine and feel confident. At least for me, it is. What I've been doing (laughs) over the last couple of years is, you know, I have a a very gamer girl heart and I was hugely into MMORPGs for a while. I played one called Pop Mundo, which is probably still a thing if you're into those, um, which is like a music-based MMORPG. And in the course of playing that game, met some amazing friends. Um, it's basically a text-based RPG, so I took on a couple different characters, like generations of characters. I was dedicated to this game. Um, and I met people from Italy and Germany and Croatia and France and Poland and the list goes on. And even though I don't play the game anymore and probably haven't since 2016, I still keep in touch with a lot of the people I met in the game and even have pictures of their children and like some kids call me auntie, which is crazy from a game, but it was a great stepping stone to finding my voice and feeling comfortable. 
And yes, I recognize the irony of like role-playing other people helped you find your voice, but it did. I got to experiment without this feeling of shame. And even if it was rejected, it didn't matter in that context. And the reason I bring all of this up is because when I graduated college and I got my first like real job, I was hella nervous, but I was in a, a, a people-facing role. I was an office manager. And the people I worked with were freaking fantastic. I still love them and keep in contact with them. <laughs> but stepping into it, I knew I was incredibly introverted and I didn't want to show up in that way. So I thought about these characters who were different pieces of me and my personality, and I leaned on that. I was like, okay, what would Belle do? And Belle was this, what was she from? She was an Italian living in England, in London particularly, and she had a summer home, <laughs> ironically, in Toronto. Um, I didn't say it had to make sense, but she was just, she wasn't, she wasn't like Bella from Twilight. She was like, more like Belle from uh, Beauty and the Beast, honestly. Huge thinker, but she actually, no, no, I lie. I lie. She wasn't like Bella from Beauty and the Beast. She was a hopeless romantic. She was kind of like what you'd imagine. Hmm. I'm assuming if Cinderella didn't have the evil stepsisters and her dad was still alive and she could just go out into the world with her I love everyone kind of heart and like the Mother Teresa soul leading all of it, that was Belle. <laughs> So embodying that persona and walking into the workplace and meeting all of these people and genuinely being interested and invested in what they had to say and not worrying about how they were perceiving me, but being there to listen and to show up and to support, um, it changed my whole approach to that role. And I feel like I was embraced in a much different way than I would have been if I walked in with my super introverted side. I'm just like, okay, thank you. No, I don't want to go to lunch. No, I'm okay. I don't have to go to the, the happy hour. No, I'm going to be over here. Okay, I want to ask if you need anything, but I don't want to bother you or interrupt you. I got to kind of leave all of that at the door and it didn't feel like I wasn't being authentic. It just felt like I was tapping into a superpower, a part of myself that I don't get to access all the time. And it was really, really, really empowering. <laughs> um, at some point, it blended. It wasn't the character anymore. It became me. And I, I excelled in that role so much. And I wish that I could have recorded or captured some part of that time of my life because the way I shied away from everything, if I had told myself then that I'd be recording podcasts and putting my voice on display now, I would have been like, yeah, right, you're lying. Um, just like that in that voice. <laughs> but I say all this to say that it's powerful, the parts of yourself that you choose to embrace and display. A dear friend of mine recently mentioned that, you know, we have all these sides of ourselves. It's just which ones you're allowing to be in the spotlight. Um, and to be honest, that kind of took me back to that movie. Uh, so I had to look it up. Um, so it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie called Split, and this is not really a spoiler because they mention all of this in the trailer, but essentially there's a man who has multiple personality disorder, and he goes through all these different personalities. I think he has like a crazy number of personalities, something like 17 or 37, I don't know. I'm thinking something with a 7 in my mind. But essentially, the ones that have the most spotlight are the most dominant parts of his personality. 
Um, and it's all a whole bunch of intricacies as you might imagine for an M. Night Shyamalan, fil Shyamalan film. <laughs> Go check it out if you're interested. But uh, the point is that I wonder like what other parts of myself have just not gotten the spotlight. What other parts are comfortable in the background or maybe even uncomfortable in the background. At my new job, <laughs> I haven't had a persona yet and I feel myself slipping into the anxiety of insecurity and of introversion. And funny enough, there was another character that I used to play and I loved her so much, but she was just so far away from who I was at the time, which is probably why I had so much fun with her. Um, and her name was Trinity. And Trinity was kind of like this Okay, she was human, but she was kind of like one of those surreal people. Like, you meet her and it's like otherworldly, like, almost like elfin warrior type. Like, I prefer nature and animals to people, but I'm a badass and I say what I think and I like, you know, I care about people, but if you cross me, blah, blah, blah. Like, she was, she was, she was really cool. <laughs> I think I have to refine her a little bit, but I want to tap into that because the amount of just straight confidence and self-assuredness that Trinity had is something that I need right now. Um, I don't really get a ton of people writing in and saying like, oh my God, this resonated, that resonated. It's mostly my friends and I love y'all for listening. But I'm curious, like if you are somebody who's listening to this and you've gotten this far, are there ways that you embody other parts of your personality to let those pieces of you get into the spotlight? Maybe you're not an introvert. Maybe you're a super extrovert, but you need to embody other things to kind of uh, release all that energy. I don't know. I can't speak to extroverts. <laughs> or maybe you're also an introvert, but there's a way that you turn on this other part of you when you have to exude a lot of energy in uh, very social spaces. Maybe you're an ambivert, and there's different ways that you shift, but I'm really curious, and I would love to know. Um, but yeah, I think that's the meat and potatoes of this week. Just exploring introversion and the different ways that we can embody the different parts of ourselves. Uh, so let's see. This week's kink or quirk of the week. <laughs> um, hmm. You know, I think this week's kink or quirk is just <sighs> serendipity. I've been looking at the people in my life that I have held close and the people I have lost and the people I have yet to meet. <laughs> and I I just love my circle and my tribe. I look at people who I've met serendipitously through work who have become like a family to me beyond our work years. I look at people that I met serendipitously in school, whether it is my one of my best friends, Rebecca, that I met on the first year of uh, freshman, yeah, first day rather, first day of freshman year of high school by accidentally hitting her on the head with a locker. <laughs> and actually, uh, in two weeks, we're going to celebrate 20 years of friendship. Yeah, I'm aging myself, but whatever, you know I was a millennial. Um... I think of my friend Dua, who I love so freaking much, and whom I met on Bumble BFF of all places, and I wasn't really expecting to meet somebody near and dear. I think, I think my best friend, my, 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 you know, my other best friend had just passed away, and I was really, 
there was a hole in my heart and I was hoping to meet some cool people but I didn't have super high expectations because it's Bumble but I met somebody who I think I'm gonna be friends with for the rest of my life so yeah I love that I love the idea that we don't really know all the twists and turns in life and we shouldn't because it would be so boring if we knew the whole plan so even in moments where we're terrified and we're confused and we're scared and we don't know what the hell is going on and not saying all those moments are opportunities to embrace serendipity or joy but there's something beautiful in the fact that we don't get to hold the pen you know we get to influence the story but we don't get to write every single piece of it there are other people whose chapters merge and meld with our own so yeah i think that's it for this week whether you are looking at your personality as an introvert, ambivert, extrovert, (laughs) or just plain old hermit because, you know, COVID's real and some people just don't want to talk to anyone and that's fine too. (laughs) Or if you are sitting back and reflecting on all this... Okay, my bad. I told y'all I wasn't going to edit things out. (laughs) Whether you are... um, Whether you're just embracing the serendipity in life, whether it's Slack messages or impromptu podcast episodes or beautiful rainy days that help you walk into a coffee shop or bookstore and meet somebody who you will be friends with the rest of your life. (laughs) Whatever path you're on, I hope you're enjoying it and I hope you're taking moments to align and reflect because life is precious. And we should remember to stop every once in a while and appreciate it and us and our journeys. Not only where we're going, but where we are and how far we fucking come. (laughs) Come. (laughs) Yeah, I'm five years old. Anyway, um... (laughs) Anyway, as I said earlier, hopefully we will have a couple more guests on. I have an amazing friend, Curtis Davis, who, oh my god, there's so much that we can talk about, but hopefully I will have him on very soon. My friend Rebecca, who I mentioned earlier, um, she is going to come on soon, and we're going to talk about BIPOC witchery in all of its forms, so I'm super excited for that. Um, Dua, who I mentioned a little while ago, is also going to come on, and there will be some more surprises in store. So, that's it for this week. If you want to reach out, feel free to email me at kinkyquirkypod at gmail.com. Uh, I'll put the email address in the show notes. Uh, if you want to share this podcast, feel free to share it every and anywhere you want to. Um, yeah, until next time, stay kinky, stay quirky, stay you.